Welcome to the Lock Sportscast, your weekly source for Lock Sport news. This is episode number 90, recorded February 21st, 2022. I'm your host, Charles Grant. In today's episode, Key Machine Encyclopedia, a couple first picks, Can You Help Tool, Schlage's Master Keying Video, a video about tensioners, sales, giveaways, and more. You can subscribe to the audio version of the show on most podcast apps and at thelocksportscast.com. You can subscribe to the video version on YouTube or Odyssey. Links to stories discussed will be in the show notes. YouTube and some apps do limit the length of show notes and the ability to post links, but you can always find the full show notes with all of the links at thelocksportscast.com. And if you add a slash in the episode number to the back of that, it'll take you right to the show notes for that episode. All right, first up, last call for Locky Awards voting. Voting closes February 28th, and the live stream date is still a little unsure, but I'm aiming for March 13th, which is a Sunday. I prefer to do it on a weekend when people have time to listen. I probably shoot for midday sometime, so as many people in as many different time zones as possible can tune in. We have quite the international membership in uh, Locksport, so I want to make sure I'm inclusive as possible. It's impossible to be completely without streaming 24 hours straight but i think mid probably mid morning on the 13th is the best bet i don't have an exact time yet i will try to get that in the next episode all right first up it looks like clk supplies is planning on redesigning their pinning mats and they are looking for feedback from locksmith and locksport community members so if you have Any input for them on what you like in a pinning mat and what you don't, especially if you've used their previous ones, head over to the link in the show notes. It is a zohopublic.com survey, and you can uh, fill out the information and let them know what you would like, what you don't like. And Sherelle came across this uh, article from Locksmith Ledger, and he says he knows some Locksport folks start looking into key machines, so he thought this might be of interest to you. And it was from a tweet by Locksmith Ledger that says, Locksmiths love their key machines, but where should you go when time comes to find your next model? A great place to start is our key machine encyclopedia. I'll have a link in the show notes. It's an article with links to a lot of different information about different models of key machines. So if you're interested in key machines or shopping for a key machine, definitely worth at least taking a look. And moving on to community news. I saw a posting on Discord that Moon has put up what appear to be the first public picks of a couple of locks. The first is the, and I'm going to butcher this name, but it's the Abus Pfeffahain Integral. That was actually done on November 23rd, 2021, but I didn't know about this particular video. At least I don't think I've reported this one before. I'm so tired I might have and forgot about it. But uh, the description says that it is the most advanced of the family with similar keys. The main row is commonly not fully populated. Just three stacks are present in this one with one spool. The main challenge are the two rows of five sliders each with sliders having serrations. Same as in Wavy Line Pro, the sliders are operated around the corner with the help of a fancy ball bearing contraption. The second one was the Fontaine Dynaxis. 
And that was February 15th, 2022. It says, this is one of the French Brahma-style locks. Its distinguishing feature is its key with spring-loaded shroud to hide the bidding. And it's also fairly rare. Anyway, head over there and check those out. And congratulations to you, Moon. Very impressive, always, to get a first pick. And the Lock Bypass Village has had a name change. They put a post on Twitter that said, Excited to announce that we will be known as Physical Security Village going forward. We've been mulling over this name change for some time now. We'll help confusion with LPV and allow us to expand and include some cool FISSEC content that isn't just bypasses. So something to keep in mind if you go looking for Lock Bypass Village or you see posts by Physical Security Village, they are one in the same, just a name change. And can you help Tool? Deviant put out a video this morning that, among other things, gives an update on the status of where their debit card fraud investigation is. They are still having difficulties getting cooperation from Wells Fargo. Specifically, they need the card number that was used for the fraudulent activity. Once they have that, the police can request records from Amazon. Unfortunately, Tool doesn't have a record of it. The card was issued directly to the Tool member that was to use it and then was destroyed when Wells Fargo specifically asked them to do so. And it wasn't ever written down anywhere, so they don't have the number themselves. Wells Fargo is claiming that they can't provide it because they don't keep any records of card numbers that they've issued. Um, If you think you might be able to help in this situation, please watch Deviant's video to get the full story. And then if you still think you can help, use the contact info he provides in that video to reach out to him. Link to his video will, of course, be in the show notes. The video is called, Is This the Best Hidden Handcuff Key? Plus an update about Tool. And it's, it's worth watching even just for the handcuff key. But specifically, if you think you might be able to help in this situation, please head over there and uh, find out all the details. And for other videos this week, uh, Cheryl tagged me on a tweet by Night Owl that Schlage has made a public introductory lesson on the basic aspects of master key system. Very useful if you are responsible for overseeing physical security for your property or organization or need to communicate project requirements. So a basic lesson on how master keying works and stuff like that. Go check it out. Link in the show notes if you want to. And this next one was a tweet by ToolDC. They said, you've seen picking videos, but how many have joyful screaming and or a vintage fast food cup on the line? With a link to this video called, Can I Pick This Lock? Intermediate Edition. And really, the best part of this video is the open excitement. It reminds me of the first time I ever picked a lock. It was just that that sure, you're unsure what you're doing. And then when it finally opens, it's just so thrilling that you actually did it. And it's captured perfectly in the person's reaction. So I think it's worth watching. Brings back good memories. And the next video is actually older, and I just didn't notice it when it came out. But it's from December 15th, and it's called Tensioners for Lockpicking by Michael Gilchrist says, some information on using tensioners for lockpicking includes top of the keyway and bottom of the keyway. And since tensioning is also important in lockpicking, having good 
tensioners, a good selection of different types for different type of keyways and different types of locks is very, very important, knowing what you're looking for and how to use them. So check out Michael Gilchrist's video, Tensioners for Lock Picking. He is an absolutely phenomenal picker of high security locks and uh, definitely worth checking out his information and advice on tensioners. I didn't see any new Lockpickers United belts this week uh, by the time I was prepping this episode last night. So uh, we'll move right on to speed locks. We have one new first record that I saw for the Marks High Security Lock by HV Logic in 2 minutes, 8.201 seconds. Very quick picking. Congratulations, HV Logic. And with that, it's time to say thank you to the people that made this episode possible. Producers for this episode include the Patreon subscribers, which are PandaFrog, Michael Gilchrist, Starrylock, Williams Brain, Dave Dewey Deciphered, Lee Bonds Locksport Journey, Pat from Uncensored Tactical, Three Raccoons and Coat, Cherell, Dr. Hogmaster, Clayton Howard, aka Cooltoon, Mog, John Lock, Rat Yoke, Mr. Picker, Cranky Lock Picker, JHP Picking, Bare Bones Lock Picking. Chief content producer for this episode was Cherell again this week. And other content producers are Choke 2000, Barebones Lockpicking, HKS Systems Lock and Safe, Joe Picks, Joshua Gonzalez, Logan is on Discord, Panda Frog, Picksmith, Pocket Woman, Sir Paradise, and Tony Varelli. Thank you to all of you who supported the show. It is very, very much appreciated. And don't forget this show is only possible because of that support and the information sent in by the community. So if you value this podcast, if you enjoy listening to this podcast every week, please consider helping support it by sending in your news, links, events, giveaway information, anything you have that you think the Locksport community would benefit from knowing or would just want to know, send it in to podcast at thelocksportscast.com or any of the other methods listed in the show notes. And I did have a comment this week about the Discord being pretty quiet. Yeah, that's my fault because I'm not actually that social of a person. I don't know why I really started Discord, but it does give one extra place for people to pop in and share some information with me. Uh, Also, don't forget to share the podcast with your lockpicking friends. If you're going to an in-person meetup or an online gathering, that's a great place to do it. You can leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform or a comment and a thumbs up on YouTube. Both are appreciated. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and or the YouTube channel. If you want to support financially, you can donate via PayPal or subscribe on Patreon. Just go to thelocksportscast.com slash support to find all the different ways to send in information and support the show. If you support the show with either a donation or information I use in the show, I will give you credit in the show and in the show notes. Also, I'm still looking for Locksport stories, different stories that happen to you because of Locksport, your journey through Locksport, or interactions you've had because of your involvement in Locksport. All would be interesting. Also, one viewer was requesting stories about your experiences with starting or just joining a local Locksport group. So if anybody has any information on that, send it in to me and I will uh, get it out there to the community. If you want to send feedback about the show, please feel free to do so. TheLockSportsCast.com slash contact. Just let me know whether you want it to be public feedback or private feedback, and I will treat it appropriately. If you want it to be public, it needs to be reasonable length, polite, work family safe, not politics, and not just drama. And on the Locksport story front, there was a Reddit post called How Did You Get Into Locksport by uh, Bone C-U-T-R. I'm guessing that's Bone Cutter. And I thought maybe I would read some of those on the podcast. 
The first is the original post here. So uh, probably do one of these stories a week. But the first is the original post. It says, my story is kind of long, but I'll explain. And hopefully it's not a violation of rule number one. I lived in a condo complex with a pool. The pool required a key that I had, but off hours they had a padlock on it to keep people out. There were many times when the pool was supposed to be open at 7 in the morning, but the complex guy would be too lazy and sleep in and, or just forget and we would have to call to complain. My neighbor was a repo man, and one day, seeing people annoyed that the gate was locked, he came over, picked the lock, and relocked it on the fence. I was impressed and asked him questions. He sent me to a local hardware store that sold DynaQuick picks with the S-Rake. From there, I just tried picking everything I could get my hands on. I later bought a Southord kit and had no trouble picking anything for about 24 years. Mind you, most of the locks were master or no-name brands. In my current job, I run into a lot of locks that I have to pick, bypass, or cut off. Many times, new locks would require some research, and Googling led me to Locksport people. This has started me back into picking as a real hobby and made me spend much more on tools and locks for practice. What's your story? So that's his story, and there are several comments on that post already, but uh, I would encourage everyone to go share your story of how you got into Locksport with uh, the original poster, and if you don't mind, I might read them on the show. And another follow-up comment I wanted to touch on from the floor safe story I covered a while back. We had discussed the fact that most locksmiths didn't want to work on them and the reasons why they didn't like to work on them. And I had asked about the auto dialers or robo dialers that locksmiths have, some of them. And HKS Systems Lock and Safe left a comment, said auto dialers won't fit on most floor safes. You have to typically leave the dialer at the job site. I have customers fill out paperwork like a rental agreement. The customer is fully responsible for its safe return and use. At $3,000, it's not cheap. The new QX3 model is priced at $10,000, but manipulates as well. Says typical three-wheel lock open in under two hours. I'm tire kicking to buy that one. That's a lot of jobs needed to pay off that investment. Anyway, uh, that's interesting. I just wanted to follow up on that a little more because floor safes are an odd thing. So I haven't done any criminal stories in a while, but this one was sent in and it is very specific that this person was picking locks. So I thought it was worth taking the time to do that in this episode. This was reported out of Austin, Texas by KXAN, written by Daniel Martin or Daniel Marin and A. James. The story states that a man is accused of burglarizing Austin area storage units. The Austin Police Department said he stole from more than 12 Central Texas facilities between March and December of 2021. He was arrested by the Texas Department of Public Safety on December 14th in a stolen U-Haul van that was spotted in surveillance video at one of the storage businesses. Austin Police Detective Don Hansen said the suspect would rent storage units to gain access to facilities or follow other vehicles through the security gates. Hansen said the suspect has been cooperative and has expressed remorse, telling her he became certified to pick locks while working for an automotive company when he was younger. The detective said it appears he may have been doing this for years. She said Hansen's very talented at what he does. If he applied his evil for good, he would go a long way. 
Local locksmith Henry Cohen of Henry's Lock and Key said he wasn't surprised at how easily the storage units were compromised. I don't have very good news for you, he said. Most of the locks they use today are really bad. Yeah, I, I would agree. The suspect currently faces 15 charges, including burglary. Investigators said that that number of charges could rise. So yeah, there you go. There is one that is very definitely picking locks and burglarizing storage units. Moving on to sales. This one was sent in by Joe Picks for Lockpick Mall. He said, I recently did a review of fairly common Chinese lockpick set for a website called lockpickmall.com. They liked it well enough that they're sending me more stuff to review and they made a discount code, Joe Picks, for 6% off, no expiration as of now. So lockpickmall.com, 6% off if you use the code Joe Picks. And check out Joe Picks' channel and uh, watch his reviews, please. Also, Barebones Lockpicking currently has their sale running where you look for the green icon in the corner of the image for items that are on sale. But we have a little update. Barebones did send me an email that said that sale is due to end uh, at the end of February. And after that, they will move to a promo code system instead of a fixed sale items system. So stay tuned for more about that. There's still the sale on picks at mattslockpit.com. Just look for the on sale icon in the upper corner of the images for custom lock picks that are on sale. 3dlocksport.com, 10% off with the code LSCAST10. Thanks to Tony Verrilli for that code. MakoLocks.com, 15% off with the code BUYMAKO. I'm guessing that's a perpetual code because it never seems to expire. Same with UKLockPickers.co.uk, 10% off if you use the code GIFT. And uh, that one never seems to expire either. Maybe they'll surprise me one day and they'll just stop working. Moving on to giveaways. Uh, I didn't get this one in time last week to get it on the show, but PickSmith has reached 200 subscribers. And he's running a couple of giveaways, so I'll just read the description from the video here. It says, huge thanks to all of you for pushing me past 200 subscribers. I'm going to do two giveaways, one for 100 subs, and to enter, just comment on this video, and the drawing will be on Sunday, February 27th. The items for this are the Sparrows DD Pick, Sergeant Signature LFIC Cylinder, and Olympus 40mm NOS Padlock, and a Tubular Cam Lock. For the 200 subscriber giveaway, this will be done by video entry. Use hashtag PickSmith200 in the title of your video. Pick a lock. You must pick the lock in an unnatural, awkward position, and you must hold something in your picking hand. One entry per person, but there are two bonus entries available. One for the hardest lock picked, and one for the most absurd, funny item in your hand. This will run for four weeks, and the drawing will be on Sunday, March 13th. The items for this are a NOS American 200 padlock, an American 40 padlock, and an NOS Master Number 3, Olympus 40 millimeter padlock, Sergeant Signature LFIC Mortis Cylinder, Illinois Duo Cam Lock, and one Custom Lock Pick. And then there was also an op- update shared that said one week left to enter the 100 sub giveaway and an update on the 200. We have a Medico Duracam as the hardest lock, followed by a Ruko 500 and Asa 400. The list of items used so far. Baked potato with B1 
beans, butter, and cheese, a hobo stove, a large stormtrooper, fluke multi-tester, flying squirrel along with a flying bat quarter. Uh, just search hashtag Picksmith200 to see all the craziness. Nice creative gi- couple of giveaways there. Um, just remember, we're running out of time on the 100 sub giveaway. So get over, check the link in the show notes, or just head over to Picksmith's channel and get in on that one. And of course, Panafrog has the hashtag mini Panafrog2 giveaway running. So that one, you just need to guess the specifics about the birth of the mini Panafrog2. The giveaway will end when the child is born, and the expected due date is currently uh, June 8th. That is the predicted date by the doctors. So it gives you a ballpark of when to guess for. So head over there and check that out. If you're into giveaways, of course, you got to check out hashtag LockBossGiveaway by CLK Supplies. So always good stuff being given away there. And remember that this podcast needs your support. Any bit of information that you can send in will definitely help me keep this going. We've made 90 episodes so far without a week missed. I've been late on the last few because of my work schedule. Hopefully that will clear up in a few months. (laughs) And uh, I really appreciate all the support. So please, please, please don't be like the storage unit guy. Remember to keep it legal. This is episode 90, recorded February 21st. Whoa, I can't even make it through the intro.